0: Well, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Romancing R-Stones. So glad to have you back. So glad that you tuned in. Thank you very much for uh, following us on Twitter and Instagram at R-O-Stones, guys. I, of course, am Matt. And I am Alex. And we're glad to have you back for another tingling review of uh, of uh, The Bachelorette, season two, the most sex-positive show you will ever find on the history of of the, of tv so welcome back yes alex how's your week last week or, th- or
1: this week this week it's long it's monday
0: i haven't <laughs> talked to you in a week so what what the hell happened man good week oh, bad week good yeah, good week nothing to complain about here
1: just uh you know we we got we got summer here it's like in full swing now so just gotta gotta hold on long enough before you know. Hopefully, we can beat out some forest fires for our annual camping trip. That's well, all I'm it's concerned about up. at this point. Yeah,
0: it's coming up. We're gonna be going to Steamboat. Ooh. Yeah. Are we getting naked in the hot springs, or are we just gonna let things happen naturally?
1: Those sound like they're the same result.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, are we gonna? I mean, are we gonna intentionally do it, or is just gonna happen?
1: Uh. I say we I say we mess with our friend. We got one more friend coming with us. I say we 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 just convince him that we're going, you know, full commando. And then when we show up there, we'll be we'll still be in shorts and we'll just make him feel really awkward. for Being the only person fully naked. We'll join him, but we I want him to sweat about it for a little bit. It'd be kind of fun.
0: This will be our f- <clears throat> third annual camping trip, but our first sex positive camping yeah. trip that we've had. It's uh, about time. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it um well anyway welcome back everybody thank you so much for joining the show um thanks also too for the great feedback i'm glad that people are enjoying the new format um people are probably wondering why we didn't give a stones rating at the end of the of the episode because we just realized that we're watching the show anyway so it doesn't matter what rating we give it you're still watching it so uh we're gonna save the stones rating for movie reviews or things you can watch on netflix and pick to, to pick to watch but this one you have to watch it because it's like coming off of methamphetamines i'm assuming and you just need some time to you know get it out of your system <laughs> to purge <laughs>
1: yeah i I've, i think it's kind of ironic that we have we are not giving a stones rating in the first ever sex
0: positive season i know
1: kind of kind of ironic if you ask me
0: but stones stones are super um misogynistic so oh
1: yeah. oh toxic masculinity
0: thing yeah. gotcha okay it's okay sex, it's sex negative so gotcha I so is,
1: is 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 it sex negative to be a man is that the deal is that what we're talking about i can't talk about my stones because that's you know that's not considered sex positive so on this i'm still of the show, i'm still figuring yeah. this out i'm still figuring this out
0: are you drinking anything or are you still trying to lose weight i'm still trying to cut weight so i'm, I'm not i'm not drinking tonight but well, then how was I, your Dairy Queen trip you just went on?
1: I was for the wifey. <laughs> that wasn't for me. <laughs> can't fool me, she, I got home. I got home. She goes, you didn't get me any, or you didn't get anything? No. You can't, I can't down a medium blizzard and a seven-minute car ride. <laughs> I can if I was waiting in line if they gave me the blizzards beforehand and I could and I was sitting in line to pay then I could definitely do that but yeah I'll tell you what for those of those that are listening tonight here or anytime uh Monday nights Dairy Queen
0: Pop it. That, br- bring a book bring bring a book <laughs> good to know good to know well I'm drinking an incredible pedal from uh Denver Beer Company it's their IPA, IPA. um and It's not bad. I like, them. A, I like them. They're pretty solid.
1: It's a solid beer company. but I, I like Denver Beer Works. Yeah. Understated, but they have some of the best beer in town, in my opinion.
0: I think so, too. Um, yeah. They just opened up a new one in Platt Park. If you ever come to oh. Denver, uh, reach out to us. We'll take you to something, some cool places. Um,
1: Ooh, we should take for, some fans on a brewery tour. I'd be totally down.
0: I, they can try our own, even though we're yeah. to brew. We are. Um, so... Couple of things I want to talk to you about. And the first thing that I want to talk to you about is the first group date where they have this very sex positive, um, sex oriented, you know, a date that group I date. think that I think that violates HIPAA. Like if you can't talk about, you know, like acne in your teens, like I don't know when like the last time you had sex is something that you can ask someone and expect a straight answer. <laughs> and I, you have you have Mike here, who's Mike is the virgin. Mm -hmm. who's sweating it from, like, the first minute. He already feels uncomfortable. Which is something I don't understand because even if you're uncomfortable in a situation, like say like we're going to a pick a pickle festival and it's me and I fucking hate pickles. Like, like I can still like muster up a joke and say like, Oh, well, there's not a big deal with this, but I don't like pepper, like pickles. Like I can like make fun of the situation. Like I don't start crying because well, they're serving. Yeah, pickles.
1: That, that's the thing that gets me is that he's like already getting emotional about this. I'm like, dude, we are in like the first group date. You got to chill, bro. Like if like, I mean, I can only imagine that if, if you're still a virgin and there's nothing wrong with that guys or girls, yeah. but I can't imagine, I can imagine there being a little pressure surrounding it when like, you know, you get to the, the, you know, the fantasy suite stage or whatever, but you can't, can't crack a couple of jokes about it. And you can't like, you know, I just feel like, he, they walk in that room. They see the, you know, the the low lit room with the, with the the fluffy cuffs, you know, hanging from the, the post. And he's like immediately going into like, he's welling up already. It's like you chill out, bro. <laughs> like, I, I n- didn't, I, I didn't
0: understand that. And for me personally, it's like being a virgin for religious purposes like leads right into a missionary joke. <laughs> like, yeah, like you can be. The only position I like is missionary, but I'm actually preaching the word to indigenous people. Like you could like, there's so many ways you can do it. And he's like crying, which really makes me think that he's not a virgin by choice. Mm. I think that, you know, like some, you know, like that's deep, you know, like people that get picked last for kickball. And then all of a sudden they just decide they don't like kickball anymore, but it's because they don't get picked until Hmm. the very last. Like, I, there has to be a little bit of that because the tears that are flowing, like if you're that strong in your faith about doing it or not doing it, like it well, shouldn't be this affecting you this
1: much. Well, and it goes back to our conversation last week of like then you wouldn't have been on this show. Right. <laughs> like, like
0: Yeah.
1: I'm always now going to see Mike as the guy that got picked
0: last for softball or for kickball. He's got he got picked first for blue balls. <laughs> yeah, every time but um i did like there's some funny aspects from that episode from that part where i liked how box guy had a box over his junk
1: yes like the second after after he says like all right i was the box guy i'm ready to not be the box guy anymore and what does he do on the group date he has a box around his junk
0: (laughs) i i thought that was really funny (laughs) and i thought connor b's song not the song that they played but the song that he was prepping about being the short guy at the bar like I thought that was really funny. Dude,
1: he, well, like, I even liked the song that they actually played on the date. I'm wondering if it was actually a longer song and they just cut it. It had to be. It had to have been. Cause, like, that, that his prep, like, in the prep stage, that was fantastic too. Like, he, he had a, going back to your comments about like Mike, it's like, you know, this guy wrote a song. It was so, no pun intended, punny it was hilarious it was yeah. so great like so spot on so fun way to have like make light of like like of like such a like can, what can be an awkward subject he killed it killed it I,
0: I, being, it took me a while to recognize who he was because i think there was another connor on the first night yes but um he was pretty good um and he's the he's the teacher, right? He's the he's the music math teacher yeah. or something he, like that.
1: I wasn't too impressed on the first date with him. And I he he climbed up a couple of ranks in my book to, uh, tonight. That was that was that performance was money. I think I think he should have gone to rose. I'm sorry. I, I thought I thought he should have gotten the rose it was, it was classic.
0: Well, I thought I thought he was smooth too in the one-one when he when he went in front of the kid. He's like, We need to redo our first kiss, and they like seem to be talking, about... like I thought like, okay, Connor's a bad kisser, and that's that was like my first inclination. I yeah. hate how much I, I'm saying like right now. Actually, K-
1: K- Katie's the bad kisser. Katie's
0: the bad kisser. Yeah. Yeah. I've, for someone sex positive, do you think <laughs> that she would be able to take some critique? You, you can't kiss, you can't kiss like eight
1: guys in one episode and have all of them be bad. There's one common denominator and it's her.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, every, every make has been very odd mm-hmm. and you know, it, a big portion of kissing is like throwing some little ones in there because you can't just swallow face the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And then she keeps getting, she keeps trying to get the high ground. It feels like yeah, no. She, I, she aggressively goes in, and yet like up and, yeah. and down, like yeah. she's dive bombing it's, down as a <laughs> World War Two midway fighter. I,
1: yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you. You see that too. Cause it was, it was driving me nuts. It was okay. driving me nuts.
0: So I thought about this last week or over the week. Cause I think about this show all the time. Um, I thought of a, a really funny entrance, you know, if I was ever on the show and okay. I, so what I would do is I would come out of the limo in, in a t-shirt and shorts or something like that with like a bag of chips and then like pop out of the limo and then look around and then eat a piece of chips. Like I didn't know where that I was doing. And then I would um, walk, and then kind of walk past the girl to come back and stand on the spot. And and then for the whole night. Di- and then I, she'd be like, "Hi," and she's like, "Oh, what's your name, uh, Matt?" <laughs> um, hi. Um, like you got cast into the wrong show. <laughs> no, like, and then I'd be, and then I'd be like, "Sorry, like I don't know what I'm doing here. I just saw a bunch of guys getting a limo, and I thought it could be fun." Uh and then the entire night I'd be the guy in the back with a bag of chips, just uh drinking and, and eating a bag of chips. But every single time the camera's on me, I would just kind of look like I didn't know what was going on. Like you didn't
1: belong there, yeah. Like I didn't
0: belong, like I just got in the limo and all of a sudden I'm stuck in the situation. <laughs> I think that I think that would be the best way of going about. Which
1: which is a big step for you because just last week you were saying I think the strongest way to go about it, just shout, say hi, my name's Matt super excited to be here oh, you great I mean, tonight
0: the success of cat <laughs> has really changed yeah changed my whole perspective on things It's
1: really like, impacted you yeah because you went you went from that to i want to show up in t-shirts shorts and flip-flops and be eating chips <laughs> How funny that, would it be? I said, if I don't you, just pre-
0: here. you just pretended that you didn't belong. And then all of a sudden she would go to the producer and say, Uh who was this? No, no, he was casted. No, yeah. He's he's supposed to be here.
1: You're we smart. actually he interviewed and for everything he he scored a 98 percentile to match with you. <laughs> you're a direct match. He's everything you <laughs> you're, want. You're the closest bachelor ma- bachelor match we've ever had. But it
0: would have to it would have to be Doritos 3D. It couldn't be like any chip. It had to be like the worst
1: chip. and then, you know, think that then like you just like you're just like um product like, placement the entire season yes. it'd
0: be brilliant i'll take mini sponsorships i'll have like Ud's, <laughs> Ud's potato chips at one point and you know drinking like white claw in the background you just- gotta
1: go you gotta go the current thing right now is the chicken sandwich you gotta just get like everybody's chicken sandwich on everybody on every episode
0: yes the burger
1: king one the wendy's one they're all they're all trying to jump on the chicken sandwich game. Just popeyes one week <laughs>
0: I just think it'd be so funny. Does he belong here? Like, did he really sneak on? And like, no, he's supposed to. He's supposed to be here. He's the one we picked to win. Um, I think that'd be really funny. But uh, and,
1: and you have to, you have to like get a personal trainer and just get like absolutely jacked when you show up to just because of like all I see this guy do is eat, and like you're just like <laughs> cut just to like mess with people. He's just dur- he's
0: He's dur- eating Doritos 3ds the entire time. <laughs> the dude pounded three bags of Doritos 3ds. <laughs> And, and they're like the
1: Costco extra large family size bag,
0: or it's like it's like something strange, like corn nuts or funyuns. It has to be like a very. Funions, it's got to be funyuns. It's got to be funyuns. Because the open the box, flaming hot funyuns for sure. <laughs> I think I think that's what we would need to do. Um, but yeah, I just would pretend like I didn't know I didn't know why I was there. I just got in this limo because I saw a bunch of guys looking nice in it, so I thought it'd be a party. Um, oh, they're all here for you. This is it's kind of odd. Is, I just kind of thought we were gonna roll this, into a club.
1: This is most yeah, this is the most awkward prom I've ever been to. There's only one <laughs> girl here.
0: Um okay. Uh, Another thing I wanted to talk to you about um was the grief bonding date. And I am like so you you no, have there are a couple there are a couple there's two there's two grief yeah. bondings which Grief bonding is a very big red flag in the beginning of a relationship from a psychological standpoint. Hmm. And and it's very interesting that the first two like the Greg's date was grief bonding. The one on one, the one on one and then yeah. the second the second one had a factor of grief bonding. Yes. Um
1: at the, at the cocktail hour. Correct. Right? Yeah, yes. with um I'm not forgetting his name. It's not uh not Aaron. It's not
0: Thomas? No, it wasn't Tom. It was Thomas. It's it was not, Andrew. It's not Trey. Andrew. Andrew, Andrew about, yes. about growing up poor, and yes, which I, I like, like. Which I like Andrew. I, and do. I don't like, I, like, but I like. I don't like Greg. I don't like Greg.
1: I don't like Greg or or Aaron for that matter. But no, but but I think, yeah, you you go first with with Greg, and because I, I want to go into Andrew's, I think it was kind of yeah. But,
0: well, I thought the whole thing was very odd. The whole date was this camping trip, and they've clearly never been camping before. They sit by a river they sit on the toilet that they made by a river (laughs) and his first kiss was essentially a blumpkin. So, I mean, (laughs) which I thought was unique, but I mean, I found love in a hopeless place, I guess. Uh, But Uh, then she talked about how this trip reminded her of her dad and everything that she and her dad did. And it was so special to her. And, and he, I I don't know, like I kept going back and forth. Like it was nice that he kept quiet about his dad dying um during the date so she could have her moment and all that not like kind of like i went to camping with my dad too and he's dead but then he did that at dinner and then they complete the complete bonding was over the fact that they both lost their father Mm -hmm. and it i didn't feel like they had much substance in that date and he's just like you can tell me anything i want to be your rock you know and the rock in the river was really pissed about that i'm currently (laughs) the rock um but you know it's like it it wasn't Naturally, connecting on things that you like—it's connecting on the worst part of your life. I and I think, think they're,
1: they're were sh- they were—they were sharing a pain, right? They were—they're were discussing a shared pain, which I thought was like can be constructive. But to your point, it was the foundation of the entire conversation and this date. Yes, and it's like so. While while uh, while disagree slightly in the sense of like they, yeah, they did actually expose themselves so and get vulnerable with each other and share some of their life together like you said there it was outside of that it was missing a lot of substance and it's almost like they latched on the first thing that they could and all of a sudden they're like in love and it's like so that's right like and it's funny you mentioned that but like from a psychological standpoint it's like not healthy and it's like you can see it it's almost you, and, and that's that's where it, in my opinion it jumped out more in andrew's date or andrew's conversation with, with katie because yeah well
0: that's what they, got me because about, it happened again yeah, well, and they they keep they keep finishing
1: each other's sentences, right? Like, oh yeah, well, like I was Goodwill shopping, and you know, or whatever consignment shopping, and all that kind of stuff. And then they just like kiss right afterwards. I'm going. I mean, for me, I, I'm not I'm I'm not well versed enough to know, like you know, like like you said, where like from a psychological standpoint, it's not healthy. But I'm 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 looking at that and going. That's not enough to start kissing somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm looking at this and I'm going. Okay, like it's definitely a bonding moment because I'm sure there's a lot of other stories that they probably share or have like a common thread in outside yeah. of their, outside of their poverty, right? But like, I just the way it escalated from like again, like like you were poor, I was poor too. Let's make out.
0: Like, <clears throat> that's not.
1: That's what. Yeah. That's such an illogical jump.
0: I. I, th- I felt the same way. And it, and hearing Greg talk, like, I'm sorry, Loss is dead. I don't know him from Boo. So, like, I'm just going to talk about what I don't. I found out today that Greg was an alternate that was at the hotel during Tasha's season. So, he was going to be on the last season of The Bachelorette, and they brought him back. And they had his profile up on the website during Tasha's season because he was there. Oh. But the way they spun him today, in this episode, was that he wasn't sure about coming here at all, and it's like you've been an alternate now Dude, for you've two, been, you've two been waiting, seasons of this show. You've been waiting in a hotel for like a year for a shot to go on this show. Interesting. Correct. So I'm like, I, I just like it. I don't want interesting. I, I don't want to like call him a liar, but he's a liar. Um, no, but it, it just you know, <laughs> well,
1: you know what's funny too is, or I should say, maybe maybe a little awkward is now he has to see Tasha as one of the hosts of the show now.
0: I, been, like, I was wondering that, too. Okay, <laughs> like, by the way, when they went into the rooms and started bringing the pots and pans dressed up, I mean, has Caitlin Bristow ever seen a cowboy?
1: I, I know, thank you. I, I'm looking at her. She like, looked like
0: but, a denim grimace. You it's, know. One of
1: the, <laughs> it's one of the first things I, I said my wife was watching with me, and I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm going, what in the hell are both of them? What the hell are both of them wearing? Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, they're wearing like what, and, and I think enough people actually do this. And in my opinion, it's embarrassing. And people like they go visit a town, or they go to Texas, right? And then they go to like they go to a barn boot, a boot barn, right? And they go, let's throw on all the all the Texas stuff, right? And they, they wear like the leather chaps, and they throw on the boots, and they throw on like you know the the bolo tie, and like and they throw on the cowboy hat, and they start like playing cult Texas culture, like. One, I think it's kind of insensitive <laughs> to the <Yeah>. region. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like they're doing exactly the same thing here, like being very insensitive to like the New Mexico, like like cultural region. Like
0: And that's not even New Mexico New Mexican cowboy. Like New Mexico yeah. Cowboy is <laughs> wearing you know like Jade jewelry. Yeah, Jade, yeah. Is it yeah. Jade? Not, not Jade, no, it's turquoise, turquoise. Turquoise wearing a lot of turquoise. Yeah. And then you have that bendy guy that's playing the flute. Like it's it's a very unique style to New Mexico.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah, again, I'm just like, it's like, yeah, wrong part of the country. And also like, you're just so over the top. It's just like, again, it's like over the top to the point of like, it's slightly offensive,
0: <laughs> but if I was a cowboy, I'd be triggered, which is my outrage of the, uh, this is my outrage of the week. Like, do they ever think about cowboys? Do they ever think about it? They had to fight off dysentery and here they are wearing all this fringe and think they're funny.
1: Yep. You know, insensitive to the, to the culture of cowboying. I,
0: I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm just too triggered.
1: <laughs> that was my outrage of the week. Um, well, I hope we had you had a great timing, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. I, no, I, I love outrage culture. I just want to be a part of it. Um, what did you think about? It looks, looks mu- good on you. Looks good thank on you. you. Yeah. What do you think about? What do you think about the, the mud wrestling? Is it is it played out yet? Like the rest of the portion yeah, yeah. of the show? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's for sure played out. I it was so awkward. And I know it's supposed to kind of be cuz it is mud, but I'm like they were all fighting from their knees. <laughs> I don't know if you got that. They're I all did fighting say, from yeah. their oh, yeah. knees. Oh
0: yeah.
1: And they're literally just flopping forward and backward and I'm just like it's not much of even even a fight. It's no, like
0: it's all about putting your weight in. I mean for jujitsu, we start on our knees, but we're doing other things. But Gross. where does this fit in cowboy culture?
1: I, I don't know. Well, yeah, and every time it's a cowboy. Y'all want to like, go down to the stream yeah. and wrestle? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Winner gets Bessie.
1: All I know is it was very anti-combat. Just watching them flop forward and backwards on each other, like.
0: Yeah, I. I, I, I it, and and the big beef between Aaron and Cody, you know, it kind of played out. And
1: well, and and I, this is something I noticed too, is it's one thing I like about Katie, but I hate about her on the show is she's a normal person. And that's what I like about her. What I hate about it, not should say, hate her, but like what I don't like about her on this show is that because it's such a production, she's a terrible actress. She like, you can tell when she's like, I like the scene uh, when
0: they're walking, they're looking in the binoculars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You or even just
1: yeah, well, even just like if you watch her as she's watching Cody and Aaron get into the pit and they're like, you can t- it's it's like it's like Caitlin and and Taysha like feeding her basically lines, like being like, Oh, they're like, they're like not making eye contact. Oh, like there, there's mm-hmm. something there. Like, and she's going like, oh yes, there must be something there. I don't even know. Taysh-
0: like, even Taysha noticed it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. just
0: it's it's
1: I don't know. I'm just like, she doesn't do a good job of selling that. There's not, not a production. Right. So like I was saying, which I like about her cause I mean, she's actually a normal human being and just doesn't, she's not good with, we need you to point out the fact that Cody and Aaron are, are the last group and that they've been paired up on this last match. Like,
0: Oh my gosh. How did that happen? It's kind of like both the parents dying and the one-on-one date. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's like yeah. a badly
0: written Disney movie, man. We get exactly.
1: it exactly, so exactly. Yeah, also, like
0: it's okay. So, both of them were lying, Aaron and Cody, because you look at their body cues. Either Aaron was frigid, cold, because he was like shaking and his mouth was moving when he was talking about Cody. And then when, like, when Cody was confronted with what Aaron said, he just turned into like Evan, I'm mighty. <laughs> my nipples like to do the cha-cha
1: <laughs> my nipples do the cha-cha. <laughs> like cha-cha i like the cha-cha i uh i think it was very interesting. one i'll start with cody cody seemed very you want to talk about not putting up a fight at all cody just took it and he's like well that's me
0: yep. <laughs> yeah see ya well, I can't really refute that. Um, good night, everybody. Yeah, he literally like didn't put up, he didn't argue at all. He
1: all he goes, like, I'm, I'm like, I want to scream. I'm so hot right now, and I'm like,
0: okay, I'm a got hot got little to. potato <laughs> right now.
1: Okay, but got you. I'm a hot little potato, but um, uh, but then, but then she goes like, I'm just gonna, yell. he literally says nothing. He goes, well, I hope you have a great time. Yeah, you know, really hopefully you find what you're looking for, and then just hops into the truck like you have nothing to say about any of it. Nothing okay. to say about any okay,
0: of it. Okay. So he's a zipper sales manager. Does he sell zippers, like pant zippers, or does he? sell Vaughn zippers or does he sell like the ride zipper from the carnival that you lose all your so, change on
1: so my first thought when they first introed him when it said zipper salesman I first thought it said carnival the zipper <laughs> okay, okay, that's, I, I, that, that crossed my mind I, I can only imagine a company like XYZ zipper company right yeah it is like they don't freaking need salesman. there's like there's a universal like <laughs> zipper company and it's XYZ zipper company
0: like, yeah, and it's for every carnival in the country. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about like actual like z- like zippers too. Like zippers this, don't need a PR agent. That's you
1: what I'm zi- saying. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like I'm like he can't sell regulars. Like there's no either that where he's like in the family business and he slays it, and he's like wealthy beyond his mind. Right.
0: I can imagine him going into like a sales pitch, and be like, "Hey, you ever had a button down fly before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's time for you to step up to a zipper."
1: So did my great great grandfather in the Gold Rush. <laughs> Time for you to get a zipper
0: The the Von Zipper family Has been very diligent in this area For a long time You just need to watch your junk when you zip up That's my only advice Johnson Von Zipper
1: My great grandfather Started this company
0: Um, Johnson Von Zipper I think that's exactly how it went
1: I had to Um, And and his father Richard
0: (laughs) Richard and then there's obviously Dick and Cody. Um, <laughs> also, I, okay. So looking at the firefighter, the Canadian firefighter. He's still of my favorites. His name is what? I should say
1: favorites. I, I'm rooting His for name is Brandon
0: him. or something like that? Yeah. Brandon. Yeah. Why did he have his collars underneath his coat the entire night? Is that a he's, Canadian thing? Can Canadian, our Canadian I listeners let us in on this?
1: That's actually, yeah. We should ask about that. Because
0: I know a Canadian tuxedo is a denim suit. It's so like—is it Canadian formal wear where you tuck your collars into your jacket? I need fantastic. to
1: know. It's a fantastic question. I need to know. Fantastic question.
0: And then one character, <laughs> one character, one guy said that he was borderline obese in his life, and he was like the skinniest guy on the yes, show.
1: Yes, yes. I forget his name, but when he said that, I was like, "I'm not seeing it," because you look like you've been like. Buck forty your entire life.
0: I need further like, clarification. That's what I need because you know, like according to BMI, I'm morbidly obese, and I have yeah. you know, like, and I'm not at close. But it's like, what are we judging this on? If you're borderline obese <laughs> by BMI, it means you are overweight by two pounds. Did you just say I'm not, but close? <laughs> What's that? I'm Did not morbidly say, I'm obese.
1: Not. No, I thought you said as I said, my BMI dictates that I'm morbidly obese. And then I thought you said, I'm not, but close. Well, like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be same anything is close? <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. I, no, I, no, really, yeah. B- I B- went B- to the BMI. doctor. I went to the doctor this week and they took my BMI and I, and, and I, I the biggest, morbidly yeah. obese.
1: Yeah. BMI is the biggest scam because Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime would have been morbidly obese. I, I, like, that's where he, I'm at.
0: He'd be, he'd be dead
1: as a doornail According to BMI, like oh. it it doesn't take into account like I think muscle mass or something. Like it doesn't take into account like any like mass that you make when you're like lifting weights or when you're when you're in shape. So our our listeners can't see that you're just strap strapped and just jacked. So it's so it's, jacked. Yeah, we're oh. just, we're so strong.
0: Oh, tell me about <laughs> it. You can find pictures of me on our Instagram at R.O. Stones guys. So check it out. Tell me if I'm fat or not. Actually, don't. I'm very. Drunk. <laughs> Um <laughs> yeah. all right so I got I got two more things I want to talk about is there anything you want to touch on before we get to what I want
1: no I, the main thing for me was the Andrew conversation so I'm actually glad you brought that up with like two conversations and that's why I, I chimed in that that I I like Andrew and I think he could actually has a good shot of going far I just I didn't I don't I don't feel good about how they like they're bonding solely off of base like it's like you're poor I'm poor too let's make out yay like, That was my my main beef of the episode. Um, The other thing that I wanted to talk about is Carl. And I know we're probably going to get into Carl.
0: Carl is one of mine, too. But before we do that, we can finish on Carl. Because that's where the show kind of finished on. I want to talk about Michael for a second. The 36-year-old father. Oh, yes. um, Yeah. Who got no date he got no day but he got overly animated when she stole him aside did you notice she had finger paints ready for him them to do like on the table yeah and then he totally got into this weird ass story about um you know how he was so confident in what they had but he he spoke longer than he even then he asked her to kiss her and then there was another one of those you know behind the head like hair grab
1: yes grabby I...
0: type kisses and
1: which, which i think is ironic because he was so confident in like their connection yet he wasn't on any dates and he was two seconds earlier by way of the magic of editing was saying how yeah, he's stressed out he's gonna be sent home <laughs> it's like oh okay
0: michael okay the, the editing yeah. is unreal um, Yeah, yeah this season especially yeah um but then we get to carl the most uh
1: I already didn't like Carl in the last episode. He already annoyed me in the first episode. He's one of those guys that opens his mouth, doesn't shut up, thinks he's the life of the party when everybody can't wait for him to walk out the door. Like he's that guy. He's the completely self-unaware douche, if you will.
0: Like douche nozzle.
1: Yeah. And boy did he let did he let his douche flag fly tonight.
0: <laughs> so what do you do with these people that have like an inflated sense of self-worth and self-effort yet they're they're so like morbidly weak inside so you know the people that come up like we talk about the multi-level marketing people um and if you're into that and you listen to the show we love you or we'll never join what you're selling but um just be self-aware um you know I feel really good about myself. I'm a winner. Therefore, what I'm selling is winning product. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, dude, you are actually a loser who thinks they're a winner. So you're promoting your stupid ass mentality.
1: And you've been sold, is what you're telling me.
0: <laughs> I, but... I, the manipulation was uh, pretty uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I, well, also, you have to remember like the whole episode when he was in it prior to it. There, I forget who the guy that there's that one guy who just already has beef with him, and he's like, I hate, I hate this guy.
0: Um, that was Aaron and Cody. No, 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 not Aaron. I'm talking about there's
1: a guy who has beef with Carl, and like he was, call, he was kind of calling him out when he was uh, during the group date. Remember? Yeah. And he was, and he was like, just he was just he was just, um almost like cat catcalling, but he was heckling him like the entire time. Which also in the in the group date, like oh Justin. To, just, yeah, yeah, just, Yeah, yeah. The just, so, yeah. So, so which which the group date drove me nuts. Carl drove me nuts on the group date because what was he even talking about the entire time? He's literally talking about nothing. And everything he like, said, he had thirteen books. Boom, that, get off like, the stage, like. Yeah. It, it, you can tell he's just one of those guys. He just he loves to hear himself talk.
0: Well, he, even the way that he was talking about himself, I'm crushing it. I'm out there making deals, and I'm starting doing this. It's like. Well, Anyone that makes deals doesn't talk like that. Yep. You know?
1: Well, he's 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 at this point in the already in the show where it's like he's talking about he's like, I gotta keep my head in the game, and you know, like I said, I'm closing deals, I gotta just I gotta you know do all the things like it's like she's not a deal, bro. Yeah, like he called, sit, it, called it a game, sit down. yeah. And he called it a game multiple times, and he's talking and, and he 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 talks about. Discussing things with her and being on the show as a way of selling her, which again, not a good way to approach a relationship. Like, just not going to work out.
0: I don't know. He's he's a I don't know. His manipulation. You know, like just I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to tell you what's going on, but stay vigilant. Well, he he go
1: right before he goes in there. He talks to the other guys about being like, I wonder who (sighs) else is doing
0: this. He's drunk though, right?
1: god i hope so because it gives him an excuse not an excuse but it gives it a little more reasoning behind why he's such a jerk but this guy i mean this guy needs to go like we should. i can see. only i can only imagine the guys are hoping for another type of boxing date or something <laughs> i can get some shots in on him.
0: do you think you have to sign a waiver that says you're gonna fight at one point in the season so be ready for some bodily harm potentially
1: I'm sure that I'm sure there's boilerplate language that says like in any event at any day at any point in which you hurt yourself or are hurt, you can't. We are not held liable. <laughs> that is kind of the way I see it. Because think about it. Think about last last season with the the parachuting, the you know skydiving day, and like you know it's like what. Um, right uh is it rachel right rachel oh yeah, yeah she racist... slammed she slammed into the earth pretty hard yeah, yeah it's, like... called
0: karma, it's called karma alex that was the uh the plantation party all at once coming to a culminating <laughs> culminating again yeah um but i agree with you I, I don't i it has to be written into their contracts but i don't know the last thing i also want to mention too is that they kept showing the celebrity dating game after the show, like commercials for it. Can everyone do me a dang favor and stop caring about celebrities? Yes. Like, like, thank when They you. all got on the zoom call and saying, imagine at the beginning of the pandemic, we should have at that moment stopped caring about celebrities. Well,
1: also do you, do you find it interesting that all of these celebrities are starting to do these game shows or do other crap that has nothing to do with what they, like the dating show used to be for normal people. Like yes. all these celebrities are like, 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 What what like the masked singer? It's celebrities going on competition shows for themselves with other celebrities judging them. Like they're so short for work apparently that they're just trying to find more ways to get themselves paid. Can we
0: stop watching this crap? Even like the Family Feud, they're like celebrity Family Feud. Yes, it's it's like why am I watching this show? Yes, you know it's like Celebrity Jeopardy. Why are we watching? You know, like this is so dumb. I'm I'm just so sick and tired of celebrities like. I think we, I think that we all expose them for the you know pedophiles, terrible people, you know, self-vapid, all this different, all these big descriptive SAT words that I'm they're just rushing back at me at one point. Entire right now, I'm overwhelmed by SAT words, but it's you know, I'm done with this. Like, let's get back to normal people. Yes. you know, I yes. don't know what the deal is. It, maybe it has to be profitable, and people would have to care, or else they would stop doing it.
1: Yes. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm glad you said something because I'm right there with you. I'm like, can we not encourage this? There's
0: going like to there's, there's be a celebrity bachelor at one point. In time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be... It should someone. be all. Oh, I would watch this though. Leo DiCaprio is the bachelor. And then mm-hmm. all of the 28 contestants are all ex-girlfriends of his or like celebrities.
1: I would watch that where all of the contestants are girls that he used to have relationships with. That yes. would be bomb. Because I wonder okay. if like half of them would be like, nope, you can have them.
0: ABC, are you listening? <laughs> Um yeah. no you're not because otherwise you'd probably sue us. Um but uh I'm just I'm so sick and tired of the celebrity dating game and the celebrity yeah. match game and the celebrity family feud, celebrity yeah. wheel of fortune, celebrity you know, wipeout. I don't the, I don't
1: know. The, the other thing I also like get irritated with too is it's like, you know, yeah, any celebrity thing where like there's a grand prize too, or like or like if it's like wheel of fortune or whatever, like all right, that's cool. are going to donate it to charity. You know, what's even better. Let a normal person win like 25 grand. Huh? What do you say? What do you say? You know, yeah. the, the, the wage, you know, or the, the income disparity hasn't been greater in this country ever. And yet we're going to start giving celebrities more money by putting so them on shows off. where they can then take their way less taxes. It. We're all insane. being hoodwinked. Yeah. Seriously. Duh, gag me. But yeah, I'm right there with you. You know who you'll never see on
0: a celebrity show? Chris Harrison, because he's not invited. (laughs)
1: Chris Harrison. (laughs) He got the ultimate Trump card. He's pieced out with his fifty million dollars. He's
0: speaking of Trump card. Any celebrities that supported Trump, they're also not invited to these game shows.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Indeed. Indeed. The ultimate Trump card.
1: (laughs) They never have to deal with that crap.
0: (laughs) Maybe not a bad bargain. all right. So that's that's it. That's all I got. Do you got anything else? No. Well, I
1: I'd I, I would pay money to punch Carl in the face, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> he's yeah. he's that
1: he's that douche that just he deserves a punch in the face.
0: He's a guy that would masturbate to his own pitcher. Yes. And yeah, I really believe Spot that. Spot on. Spot yeah. on. Yeah. 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 And say it was the second best he's ever had. <laughs> Okay. So follow us on Twitter at R O stones guys on Instagram at R O stones guys. We're going to have, we're recording an episode next week, next week. episodes next week. Uh, we're going to do one on the bachelorette We're gonna do one on a walk to remember with a special guest. Um, be sure to tune in. If you have any ideas or movies or shows that you want to be a part of this for tell us. And if it's something that we feel we can thoroughly make fun of, we'll, we'll bring you on and we'll, we'll talk crap together. Um, alex what do you got anything else
1: no i'd say just stay cool out there i got 100 degree weather sweeping across the country this week so
0: i know we have so we have listeners all over the country but did you notice that the denver weatherman has a sling on right now oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> he took a he took a fall
1: came up you know, just a little bit short swinging from that that uh that lake swing off the off the uh the, uh, the dock, I'm sure, at one of the mountain lakes.
0: It has to be. Came up just a short, you know, just his elbow. a bit short. <laughs> Missed it by that much. All right. Y'all have a good week. We'll see you next week.
1: Take care.